0: I've lived through, studied, and tried to solve debt crises over four decades, both as an academic and at pivotal times as a policymaker in the U.S. government. Some crises were confined to a single region. Others swept the globe. Some left few traces. Others devastated entire economic sectors and upended millions of lives. No one should pretend to have all the answers to such a complex problem as managing economic policy. But I've learned this much. Experience is a poor teacher. We keep making the same stubborn mistakes. Time and again, enthusiasm and easy money policies inflate bubbles. Time and again, they burst. The Looney Tunes Roadrunner could sniff out dynamite and gift wrapping. Why can't we? Whether packaging or human nature is to blame, the worst debt crisis of my lifetime lies right ahead of us, as if we have forgotten every single one of its predecessors. One country that should reckon with the lessons of the past is Argentina. In 2020, the Argentine government defaulted on its debt for the fourth time since 1980 and the ninth time in its history. In August 2020, the country's finance ministry announced an agreement with weary creditors. They extended maturities on the debt and slashed interest payments with hours to go before South America's third-largest economy was prepared to terminate negotiations. Hope springs eternal in countries that try to avert financial catastrophe. May we never again enter this labyrinth of indebtedness, please, Argentine President Alberto Fernandez declared at the time. Promising that Argentine debt will shrink by half over the next decade, the president signaled that the government would do what it takes to keep a beleaguered economy viable. He thanked regional governors and members of Congress who were at his side. He thanked Pope Francis and the leaders of Mexico. Germany, France, Spain, and Italy. As the Financial Times reported, he stated, None of this was easy, but if there is something Argentines know how to do, it is to pick ourselves up when we fall. It was the kind of true grit statement that political leaders love to make in the face of adversity. But Argentina, and the world, is far from passing the current crisis. The country continues to labor under about $300 billion in public debt nearly equal to its entire economic output in 2020. And inflation was ravaging the country during and after the COVID-19 crisis, with the inflation race for 2022 expected to be over 50%. Increasingly, the entire world resembles Argentina. Public debt owed by governments, on top of private debt owed by corporations, financial institutions, and households, was soaring out of control before the gigantic tab for the COVID-19 pandemic response came due. In the United States, the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package passed in 2021, plus two huge stimulus measures passed during the Trump presidency, added $4.5 trillion to its public debt since 2019. That would represent the boldest act of macroeconomic stabilization policy in U.S. history. Former Treasury Secretary Lawrence Summers warned in early 2021 in a Washington Post op-ed where he correctly expressed concerns that such a large, excessive stimulus would overheat the economy and cause high inflation. And then the Biden administration promptly planned another $3-4 trillion dollars of infrastructure and social spending that would be only partly financed by higher taxes. Luckily, only a portion of such a large-scale additional spending was passed. Responses to COVID-19 wrenched loose any semblance of debt restraint, regardless of which party or coalition was in power. Europe is barely coping. Those European debts are surging to levels not seen since World War II, the New York Times reported in February 2021. In many European countries, debt is growing so fast that it is vastly outpacing the size of national economies. Based on data from the Institute of International Finance, Global Debt, Private and Public, by the end of 2021 was well over 350% of global GDP, and it has been climbing fast for decades, from 220% of GDP in 1999 and spiking after the COVID-19 crisis. The ratio has never before come close to this level in advanced economies or emerging markets.